Folks, welcome back. It is another Wednesday, and that means another edition of What's Trainwreck Watching. And of course, you know, it's been the talk of the town, especially this past week after that episode two. It's Disney Plus's Loki. So let's get right into it. We've got our familiar panel here to protect the sacred timeline. Let's welcome to the show the Micah man, Jake Micah, and of course, Joe Casali, Casali Files. Gentlemen, what did we think of this third episode of Loki? Man, man, I really enjoyed this one. I felt like this one was definitely a good one with a lot of character development. It, it, it was definitely a slow build to it, uh, kind of centered to just what's going on with what happened after episode two. But I really like this one. It was it was just very enjoyable. Yeah, I think the a word, and I'm not trying to stop, make this sound negative when you say it, but like necessary for this series, um, giving us that, like giving you us that time, like just letting letting Tom Hiddleston and Sofia DiMartino cook and just like putting them in all these crazy situations and letting them like show off their chemistry. It's it's whatever the story that we're gonna get into later on where this is going, like. Sh that she's clearly going to be as important as we thought like Mobius was going to be early on in the series. And then, and, and it's kind of taken, taken that we were all hyped up for the buddy, buddy cop vibe of Loki and Mobius. And now I don't know, Loki and lady Loki or Sylvie here, they might, they might've taken the cake in episode three. I think that, that, that ranking might be shaken up a little bit now. No doubt. We are obviously, and again, this is starting to get into the spoilers of the episode. So if you haven't seen it yet, go check it out and then come back and uh, give us a listen. But we're introduced to the other Loki, her and uh, Sylvie and Loki go through the portal into the TVA. And the next thing you know, they're facing down Judge R. Slayer. They're about to get, you know, pruned. But again, we're getting into the spoilers. I guess what surprised you most for the early part of the episode? Um, I guess just kind of the chaos that that started with, um, you know, where they ended up in the TVA and then all of a sudden wound up in like this new world. Again, the world building from the MCU, which is great, takes us to different planets and stuff. Like, you know, it shows that how big this universe truly is. And that's what I like. And, and just seeing their chemistry. I think right off the bat, the chemistry between Loki and Lady Loki, Sylvie, however she goes by, I think right off the bat, it works. And, and just what you said before, the fact that, you know, starting this show, we thought, okay, this is going to be pretty much, you know, Mobius and Loki going back and forth. And now this is a whole new world. This is a whole different character. And it worked. What the thing I learned the most was that the TVA really don't have the heavy hitters like that. Like one Loki gave them Loki 2012 Avengers Loki there. He gave them the work in the first episode. He gave them a run for their money just running around that place. Got out pretty easily, you know, has Hunter C20 wrapped up in the in the time thing there. And then this episode, two Lokis, like, it wasn't even a chat. Like, the TVA looked like stormtroopers out there. Like, it wasn't even a challenge <laughs> for them. So I just think that the, the power of two Lokis really showed off in that a little bit. That was a great point. We got Loki like literally like with a you know starstruck gaze in his eye in the first episode about the power of the TVA. Next thing you know, they're running around like Scooby Doo in the gang. But uh, as we get into the spoilers here from the third episode, Lamentus, which is the name of one of the planets that they travel to in the episode, which we'll get to, we'll start off right there. They get to the TVA, guys. This entire episode, again, spoiler incoming. No Mobius. Like we said, it felt like it was going to be Mobius and. Uh, 
Loki the whole time, but instead, right now we're at our we're at the catch me if you can part when uh, Leonardo's in in the South with uh, mm-hmm. Christopher Walken's family. <laughs> um, you know, and Amy, I think it's Amy Adams. I don't know if I remember. There's some weird <laughs> you could you know better than me, Sally. But it I, the thing that struck out to me exactly like you guys have discussed is the chemistry between these two Lokis, Sylvie and Loki. I didn't really miss Mobius that much. We got a lot of him in the first two episodes. We really know that this guy is definitely in the dark. The TVA is definitely in the shadows. It's definitely a sketchy organization. Uh, but, Casali, how did you feel with not getting any Owen Wilson in this episode? I mean, yeah, you know, he was missed for sure. It was. I, I've been loving his character so far. And just watching Owen Wilson in the MCU, like, come on, I can't get enough. But, uh, again, I thought it was still like, you know what? It was Lady Loki's time to shine, their chemistry. I think that's what I also just enjoyed about it. And just, you know, it gave them time to develop more in, in their relationship. That's what the beauty of, of having a series, rather than just a movie, can can show. It's a lot more development. But, you know, yeah, he was missed, of course. But you know what? We'll just, we'll get more of them. And especially with what's what they were kind of tendering to with, I mean, throughout this episode, we learned more of, you know what, what the TVA is involved in. Sketchy, sketch, sketch VA is what so, they should call themselves. So <laughs> I am so so anxious to see. You know, <laughs> the, I mean, maybe we'll learn a lot more about Mobius than we ever thought we would. So I'm, I'm I can't wait to see more, especially from him. Yeah, it was um, it was interesting it was interesting because you could tell right away like that it was gonna like the kind of episode that it was gonna be just when they when they ended up on on lament we'll get to it everything whatever but it was it's one of those things where you just said like unlike the movies like we would have had cut scenes back to the tva right like even if it was like a quick like two minute like check-in like we can't find these two whatever like there would have been something but you get it with like a character show we're really just we're along for the ride with loki like we're we're seeing everything through loki's eyes like everything that's going on with how amazed he was at the TVA and then coming to all the realizations he's coming to along with now we obviously, we don't know exactly how time works and that they've made that very clear, but you would assume that Mobius and the TVA are during this entire time of this episode, we're frantically trying to figure out where their two missing Lokis were too. So it's, it, and it's just, it's just interesting because that's like one of the notable differences with this episode that I noticed rather than like it being like compared to the movie because falcon winter soldier was kind of like that felt more like a marvel movie in six episodes this felt like a very good tv episode rather than just an adaptation from a movie and just something different to explore i couldn't agree more them fighting john walker in that warehouse that was definitely a movie scene that was sick. <laughs> yeah um so let's go we're gonna take a little break because the two loki's get into it they're boarded they're on a planet uh you know lamentus the name of the episode uh name and it comes to the discussion of a plan or a thing. Because Loki tries to tell Sylvie that he had a plan in this scenario. And she goes, no, a plan has multiple steps. So what you have is a thing. So we are going to play a game here on What's Trainwreck Watching. And it's called Plan or Thing. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you guys a plan or a thing. And I'm going to let you guys choose plan or thing. Sound easy enough? I'm ready. Let's go. Yeah, let's go for it. Okay, we're going to start with Micah since Casales typically starts. Plan or thing? Time heist. It's a good, it's a plan. Yeah. Okay, multiple steps. I think that's fair. Multiple I think steps, that's fair. yeah. I think, I think that was a decent plan. 
Okay. Maybe not, that, the best, but... not definitely could have been better. It was basically <laughs> a, a thievery of other plans, but yes, uh, we'll take that one as an acceptable answer. Cause Sally run, get help. Oh, that's definitely a thing. That's, that's definitely a, that's definitely a thing, not a plan, a right? It's just no, one step. It's just one step. Loki, you know, he just goes for it. He doesn't have any time to reconsider what's going on. That's that's definitely just a thing. Okay. Loki's not on board with that at all either. Like, I feel like a plan you have to have willing participants in. You can so, see yeah. it in his face right there. He is not in. <laughs> Thor looks very excited. Oh, um, but, but speaking of Thor, and speaking of Ragnarok, Micah. The, Reven the Revengers uniting to leave Sakaar and defeat Hela. Plan or a thing? Oh, that's that's a thing. That is the most ragtag group of uh, of heroes if you, you want to see in there. Look, like Thor doesn't even have an eye. Like he's the one sitting in the middle, and he doesn't have an eye. I know that's they all like they're all they all respecting the guy who only has one eye. That's a tough, <laughs> tough situation, tough luck. You agree, Casali? Oh, Revengers a, a thing? Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, even even. I mean, first off, Ragnarok is my favorite MCU movie. That might be a hot take, but I love that movie so much. But yeah, I mean, even the, the formation of the Revengers was totally just a thing. I mean, he didn't even know that Hulk was there, like everything. <laughs> I could go all day about that movie. Thor wouldn't have Loki. Thor wouldn't have Loki on his team willingly. If he was calling out, he'd be like, ah, maybe we keep Loki away. Yes, <laughs> you keep him on the bench in basically yeah. every scenario. All right, Gasali, on to you. This is a controversial one. Dance fight to save the universe. Oh no, I did the wrong one, didn't I? Yeah, I did. Dance fight to save the universe. Oh, a uh, thing. thing Planner sure. thing. That's a thing. I, I feel like that thing. was pretty thought out. There were some good moves, a couple different steps. I mean, you got to distract him. You got to have, you know, then you're grabbing the. Uh... All right. Well, you know, that's the thing with Star Lord. I mean, yes, he does, you know, he is a very musical kind of guy, the way that he has his greatest hits in the ship. And I'm sure he has, you know, practice some dance moves here and there but i don't know i mean i think you know he was just going how am i gonna defeat ronan let's just go for it dance fight to save the universe just good now, vibes that's how now, he beat ronan. just good vibes very true very true now in endgame he says it was his idea when they knock out thanos and they try and take off the gauntlet is the plan to take off thanos's gauntlet a, a plan or a thing on both of you mm. Hmm. I feel like that was a plan. There were multiple yeah. steps. Yeah, they had to knock him out, and then they were going to take out. It's two steps. It was a solid. I mean, they were. It was Spidey was pretty close. It yeah, was, I mean, it was, it was a great idea. Close. When you saw it happen in theaters, you're like, "That was an amazing idea, <laughs> for sure." Um, all right, but we are going down the stretch. Your plan or thing on what's Train Rock watching? We're talking Loki episode three, but this is a, this could be a controversial one. Vision, plan or thing, Micah. Mm. Wow. Ignore the ads on the side. Breakouts <laughs> might make you feel self-conscious. They can. That's that's very true. I, I I wow, that is a really tough one. I wanna say it's a I wanna say it's a plan. It's Jarvis. It, he Jarvis was a plan, I guess. No, it's a thing. They didn't mean it. It was it was a happy accident. Okay, happy accident. I think that's totally fair. Yeah. And then bring it home, Casali. Ant Man entering the quantum realm to defeat Yellow Jacket. Plan or a thing? Oh, um, yeah, I, I would say that's just a thing. I, you know, even like that whole, I mean, his encounterings with the quantum realm in general, both times, I think was more, it was just kind of, you know, it wasn't planned out. He just, he tried to do the best he could. And, and even when he was doing that, man, he didn't even think he was going to make it out, <laughs> but somehow he, he got out and 
and save the day. So yeah, you know, that's that's what how Scott Lang goes. You know. <laughs> and just like this episode of Loki, we are gonna finish with a bang here as we hit the second half of the episode and we are off the rails on a crazy train. I don't know if I've ever seen a thinner train when we're trying to literally leave an apocalyptic world, but I'll digress on that. Um, what did you think of the singing Loki? We've got, you know, kind of a fight scene. There is very interesting scene. They got the mother talk. There was a lot to take in on this ride on the train. It was truly a crazy train. Well, I, I want to start off by saying what I was very, what I enjoyed very most about this episode. And it, it was even when they were going on the train as well. Now you could see I'm wearing Star Wars. I'm a huge diehard Star Wars fan. And I'm going to be honest, I got a lot of Star Wars vibes from this episode. You know, like when they were sneaking onto the Death Star, wearing the Stormtrooper uh, costumes, you know, just every which way, how they managed through. It, I can dig I it. don't know. You know, that just that's the vibes I got. And I, I'm, I mean, I'm all for it, like I said. So, I mean, that was just very enjoyable. Um, you if know, it, just, Loki should have gone Force Leia and, and zapped himself back into the train when he got thrown out. <laughs> I don't know. That would probably be very controversial. <laughs> oh, <that>. yeah. <laughs> you know, I don't know if Disney wants to And by the way, you're getting the awesome again. dynamic now because in the first episode, we were virtually all in the TVA. But now that we're hopping in and out of the TVA, you're seeing that the magic activates and it deactivates. Mm -hmm. Early in the episode, you had Sylvie yeah. try and enchant a uh, guard and it's a great look on her face when she realized mm -hmm. it doesn't work. It's basically like getting buzzed, it looks like. And then you have Loki showing that he could teleport. I don't know if we've seen that before outside of like, you know, like the first Loki or sorry, the first Thor movie when they're in the fight scene with the frost giants and he does the fake out. But that's a, that's a duplicate as we had the discussion last week. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I mean, that's the thing. I, I his powers come here and there. Like, I guess, you know, uh, that's whatever writing, I mean, different writers through different movies, but um, yeah, I mean, it was still cool. I just to see them, you know, go one off on each other, figuring out like, you know, like how powerful can the other one be, sorcerer or whatnot? I thought it was pretty cool. <laughs> I really, I really enjoyed it. Like I was talking about earlier, it was just letting those two like show off all their chemistry in that in that scene where they're sitting there in the you know inside the bar or whatever on the on the train and everything but loki really what loki's really shown me in this series he just can't get out of his own way like he just trips over his own feet all this shit like everything that he's he wants all this power all this authority but he always takes like the one step too far that messes with him because he's a god of mischief right like that's like he just can't help himself and it's just perfect in this episode you know he goes out and he just he can't help himself and just needs to be the center of the tension he's a part it looked like a great time like i would love oh, to hang out with Loki it's guardian folk music oh, oh i mean god. come on oh that my looked god awesome. yeah <laughs> that was that was killer so like i would i'd have a beer with loki but i don't know if i could trust him to follow through on uh life saving no not somebody you want to you know like start an llc with definitely yeah, not exactly. loki no. So, anyways, they get discovered. They get kicked out of the train. Pretty good action scene. Uh, Sylvie takes one of her horns off, tries to stab a guy with it. Not not the worst thing I've ever seen. Um, and it really uh, – we this is where we start kind of the beginning of the end of the episode, guys. Uh, they get vaulted from the train. They got to make it to the arc. And then what did you guys make – I mean, we'll wrap this up in the next five minutes here. Um, like, what did you guys make of this, I guess, the falling action of the episode post-train? Um, I mean, yeah, it was, again, it was just seeing more of the planet that they were on, the destruction, um, you know, their fight to, you know, for survival. And I think that was, you know, kind of cool because it showed, you know, 
when Loki is at its worst, you know, what is he willing to do to survive? And even, you know, he, him and Lady Loki, they, they were like, you know what, we have to do this together in order to, to get somewhere and to get where we're going. Um, so I thought that was pretty cool. Again, it, you know, built, built more on their development, their character development. You know, I mean, it's pretty, I don't know. It's it just, it was, it was really cool to see that. I really enjoyed that part. I think a lot of it, what it rang for me with like just talking about how we've been on Loki's journey this whole time and everything is that like in a superhero movie or something like Thor's flying in and like carrying that arc out of the, out into space and like, so say, true. like doing some mm-hmm. shit like that. And we that get, instead we get Loki like not like just not even let like all this goes back to if he just gives her like the pad at one point and like then they trust her a little maybe he can't maybe he can't trust sylvie they both clearly have trust issues but he clearly can't trust her enough to do it and it just sets them all down this chaotic path and he's just standing there in the wake of it like you don't like we've never we, how many times have we seen any of the of our marvel heroes standing looking disappointed about something like that like not really since scarlet witch in in civil war like that kind of look on like of destruction that they know that they could have maybe helped with if they didn't mess up so it's 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 an interesting position because you feel like if they were like he was hyped up he's like oh we're gonna go save the like what if we save them instead it really wanted to get like his hero moment going and then it just it falls short yeah. so i wonder what repercussion that has on loki like mindset right now going through all this yeah stuff. well even that too um i i think that's actually genius also in in the storytelling of this show because not that i was worried ever you know when gearing up for another marvel show i'm always down for it but the fact that they were going to go back in time because we grew with loki throughout the movies you know we we learned to hate him we learned to love him we learned to not trust him and everything to then you know watching his downfall in infinity war so uh, you know, leading up to this where we knew it was going to be the old school Loki right after he lost in the Battle of New York. So it's kind of like, okay, like, we just got used to loving Loki. Like, is it going to be a while till we love Loki again? Or <laughs> he'll let us love him? And and I think this show is truly showing that, you know, it he is the anti-hero. He is, the, the, he is everybody's favorite villain. And I think that's what was, was cool about his arc right here. Most definitely. And then we have one of the bigger revelations as we get in our final two minutes here. Um, the TVA kind of like filling these spare <laughs> workers' minds. Oh, and, God. and so basically the TVA is shady as hell. Uh, there's no reason not to believe that Kang, um, you know, we've talked about Kang the past, like the past week. And well, week yeah. plus. Um, there's no reason to think he doesn't even have variants of himself working at the uh, TVA. Um, it's just a very sketchy situation. And you can see with just the determination of Sylvie, the witting, cunning, constantly able to progress, you know, whatever plan we need of Loki and the TVA. We are building towards a monster situation here in the last three episodes of the series. And so, and I mean, let's face it, the multiverse of madness is on its way. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I can't wait. Anything you yep. guys are excited for next episode, next week's episode specifically? We're going to get Mobius back, obviously. You can't go back to back, no Mobius. Well, I was surprised I'm, we didn't see him in the TVA scene, though. All of a sudden, we just got Judge Arslayer. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. I, go ahead, Sully. Um, well, I don't know. I mean, who knows? Maybe we'll kind of get, like, the different side. Even starting out with this episode, like, we'll see what they were going through trying to look for, you know, both Lokis. Um, you know, uh, we'll see. I, I just, I'm anxious to see what happens. I mean, you know, who knows? 
if they were able to get a, you know, I mean, I'm sure with, you know, we're halfway there. So I don't think they meant their demise already, but you know, it would, how are they going to like, how are they going to get off? You know, where they, where they are. Like it's, it's just, they literally you, you had you, you talked about Star Wars earlier. This one was kind of like Game of Thrones when Tyrion Lannister was sinking to the bottom of like whatever sea he was <laughs> yeah, in. Like yeah. you know, Tyrion Lannister's not dying that way. So like, what's <laughs> happening in the next episode? That's definitely the biggest anticipation. Absolutely, for yeah, sure. I wanna, well, sorry, go I ahead. See the, no, that's fine. I just want I want to see the TVA what what they've been up to doing this. And really, the only person who apparently has answers of what the TVA actually is is our friend Judge Renslayer there. So she's, I feel like she's going to be revving up here in the second half of this show, because if, if these people don't know, if, I mean, if they don't know where they're coming from, she seems to be the only one that has an idea of what's going on. I wonder if the Lokis will be able to figure that one out too. Yeah. Quick two part question as we sign off for both of you. Do we hear Kang's name mentioned next week? And do we see Kang next week? Ooh, I don't know. I mean, I think it'd be too soon. Three episodes to go. There, it is. Uh, yeah, it is three episodes. But I, I do. I don't know. I, I think that would be a little too soon. I mean, we definitely see, and, and even Jake has mentioned in the in the previous weeks of uh, the connection between you know, like in the comic side of everything. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, we'll see. But I don't know. I, I think the MCU will still they'll still hang on. They got three episodes. I mean, even the past MCU shows. We didn't start getting post credit scenes till like the final two, so mm-hmm. I, I think we'll we'll wait. Maybe maybe I would say maybe in two weeks for sure, but I don't know. I, don't I was know. thinking. By the way, the, the what's train wreck watching motto should be we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> we'll, see. we'll see. I I was as you said as you were saying post credit scenes. I was thinking that would be the perfect scenario for next week going into the penultimate. Is that you get his nice little. Thanos reveal like the end of a I, I agree. I, Just I'm not with a, you a thousand percent, yeah. Mike. It's something in the last five minutes, maybe a post credit scene that like this is the guy. This is mm-hmm. the big bad, and this is what you gotta be worried about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For sure. Well, hey, I appreciate everyone watching, tuning in. If you're listening on Apple Pod, SoundCloud, Spotify, YouTube, Twitter, we appreciate you. And as always, here at What's Train Rock Watching for Micah, Casali Files on Maniac, it's all about next week's episode.